Well, good afternoon, Skinny Pete. I'm so very glad you're here with me today. You are listening to your weekly Skinny with Jesus. My name is Bevan Caramello, and today is Tuesday, February 28, 2017. If you are brand new with us today or back with us for the first time in a, in a long time, you are uh, getting back at a great time. Last week, we wrapped up a really convicting series. Well, I say that. It was really convicting for me, anyway, um, called Women of Influence, about some of the most influential women of the Bible. So if you missed that series or pieces of it and you want to go back through the calls, you can find all of them on the Weekly Skinny Facebook page under the Files tab. If you are not a part of that page yet, um, just search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and then you can just add yourself there. All are welcome. So please feel free to invite your friends and your team members Um, anybody that you think would find value in this call to join us as well. Um, If you know someone who you think might like to join us, I mean, really, anyone is welcome, whether they are a Rodan and Fields consultant or not. Um, I always tell people that anyone connected to Rodan and Fields in any way is welcome on these calls. And since RNF is where I distributed this call information originally, if this has made its way into your hands, you are somehow connected to RNF, whether you know it or not, okay? Uh, whether you're a consultant or a customer or a friend of a friend of a friend who is. Um, I love how I love how God works. And now, as time goes on, it makes total sense to me the way he got my attention a couple of years ago and led me to my business with Rodan and Fields, which is something I had never even thought of doing or really even had any interest in doing at first when he started, uh, you know, putting it in front of me. Um, But then um, as time went on, he later placed this desire on my heart to launch this call ministry, which you're listening to today, your weekly skinny with Jesus. And um, it just, it made, it made perfect sense once I was able to see it all put together because this is already the forum in which, um, in which Rodan and Fields consultants are um, used to getting our training information. We have lots of training calls um, throughout our organization that, um, we call into and we listen to every week in order to grow our businesses. So when God wanted me to do a training call and and he wanted, he wanted a training call out there that specifically trained for him and about him. And um, he led me to here. So um, now looking back, um, it's it's the the thing that makes sense to me more and more, Um, you know, a place where so many of us, um, these training calls are a place where so many of us, and myself included, have already become accustomed to creating margin in our lives to listen to training calls such as these. We've gotten used to, you know, piping them in through our Bluetooth as we drive down the road or carving out that little niche of time where we know our favorite leader within the company um, does a training call. And so hopefully Tuesdays at 2 o'clock 
have um, become a time for you where you've created that margin in your life or you've um, scheduled it in later in the week when you listen to the the playbacks. Um, Because, you know, little did I know at the time that he, not even that long ago in September when, and even I guess a few months before that, over the summer when he placed um, this desire on my heart to lead this call for him, I, little did I know that, you know, his plan as usual, I don't know why I was surprised by it, but they were so much bigger um, than than anything I could have imagined. And he alone knows who is supposed to join us on these calls each week, okay? So that said, all are welcome here. Um, and, and feel free to, to pass this call information on to um, those that you are feeling um, God tug at your heart and letting you know that that person um, needs to be a part of this. So, okay, today we are starting a brand new series. Uh, we, we just finished Women of Influence, and now we are starting a new series about the fruit of the Spirit. And we are going to be focusing on what it means and what God says it looks like to live a Spirit-filled life. Okay, so turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Galatians, and we're going to be in chapter 5. It's Galatians is in the New Testament, about halfway between the Gospels, which start out the New Testament, and that's the beginning, and then Revelation, which is at the very end. Okay, so chapter 5, and we are going to be, let's read verses 22 and 23. It's that. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Okay. Over the next few weeks, we are going to spend some time unpacking these verses, one quality at a time, one fruit at a time, if you will. Um, today, though, we're going to read a little bit further, too, and look at these verses all together. So let's read on a little bit further. Um, let's look at verses 24 and 25. Paul is the one writing the, uh, here. This is Paul speaking to us. He's actually writing to um, to a, a church, and so that's that's who this is directed at. So it's, you know, directed to all of us. Um, he goes on to say. In verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Okay, this is a lot, right? I get it. I know. I've been studying it um, in order to prepare for this call and for this phrase, and it is. It's a lot. That's why we're going to spend weeks unpacking it. So let's start with the qualities that we are trying to get here, okay, trying to produce in our lives, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's quite a list, right? Um, Any one of us always feeling loving toward everyone all the time? Or um, any one of us always, do we always have patience with our kids? Is, Is anyone always kind? Anyone out there got the whole self-control thing figured out? (laughs) Call me if you do. I could definitely 
uh, use more of that. I need more self-control in several areas of my life. So no, right? The answer is no. None of us have all of these figured out on our own. And that is the first thing that we need to wrap our brains around today. Living a spirit-filled life will never happen just by striving to have it. Okay, we can't obtain the fruit of the spirit by trying. So if we want the fruit of the spirit to grow in us, it happens only by joining our lives with Christ. His spirit in us produces all that good stuff in us, all that good stuff we just listed through. Okay, so in order to understand this a little better, I want us to look at a few other verses that speak to fruit and and what it means to bear fruit, this whole whole concept that we're talking about today. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 7, and let's read verses 16 through 19. Okay, Matthew says here, By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good, tree, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So we get this picture here that... A good tree bears good fruit, right, and vice versa. Bad tree produces bad fruit or none at all. In other words, so I want you guys to look at this. I want you to think of it like this. In other words, we are the trees, okay? We should be living lives that produce good things, okay? And then verse 20 in Matthew chapter 7 goes on to say, thus, By their fruit, you will recognize them. So basically, I should be able to know what kind of tree you are. That's what Jesus is. It's actually Jesus here talking in the book of Matthew. Matthew's quoting him. So it's Jesus talking about the trees bearing fruit. And he's saying, I should be able to know what kind of tree you are. We look at a tree that creates apples and, and know, right? We think, oh, that one's an apple tree. And then we look at a tree with oranges on it and we know that it's an orange tree. You wouldn't look at at a tree with oranges and think, hmm, I, I bet that's a pear tree, right? Why? Because of the fruit it produces, right? And so Paul is telling us here in our, our verses in Galatians chapter 5, He's he's saying, you should look like a Jesus tree. This is how others should know you are his. Know you are a Christian. Your lives should be producing the fruit of Jesus' Holy Spirit in you. Our lives should be producing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But guess what? This is going to sound pretty obvious because I'm sure most of us listening already know this. But it's a good reminder. 
You can't be a Jesus tree if you don't know Jesus. There's no way to be like him, to look like him, to live a life that imitates his without his Holy Spirit inside of you. Okay, so let's go back to the questions. We just read, we just looked at 20, verses 22 and 23 in chapter 5. I want us to go one verse further and let's look at verse 24. It says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Okay, so the verses before this that we were just looking at, 22 and 23, are telling us the what. Now, verse 24 is giving us the how. Okay, how do we do it? How can I look more like Jesus? How do I get more of all of those qualities in me? We crucify the sinful nature in ourselves. Paul is showing us the contrast right here. Okay, there's the spirit of Jesus in us. If you're saved, if you're a Christian, if you've come to know him as Lord and accepted that he and he alone is is the only one capable of forgiving you for your sins, then you have the spirit of Jesus in you. Okay, so that's what Paul's saying. There's, There's these two different things. There's the spirit in us, and then there's our own flesh. Okay, the sinful passions and desires that live deep within each one of us. The things that we thirst for, that no matter how much of them we drink in, they still leave us thirsty. Money, power, shopping, porn, alcohol, lust, control, a need to control This verse gives us this vivid visual here. Paul says we must crucify these desires. And I picture climbing up and, and literally nailing it to the cross. Nailing my desire to drink more than I should when I'm at a party. That's one for me personally. You guys, this is a daily choice. Those desires in us, they're not going to go easy, right? They're, they're fighting to hang on. This world and the enemy that we are up against, they are doing everything they can to keep us thirsting for more. These sinful tendencies, they must die a daily death. Every morning when we wake up and decide, when we settle the matter of authority in our lives, we choose, right? Who will we choose to live for today? It's a daily choice. Are we going to live for him or are we going to live for our flesh? Okay, let's... Go one more verse. Let's look at verse 25. Galatians 5.25 says, 
Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Remember, first, he gave us the what. What it looks like to live a Spirit-filled life. All those qualities that that we're trying to be more like Jesus. We want our lives to produce those qualities. And now he's given us the how. How do I do that? How do I look more like Jesus? How do I get more of that in me? How do I show more of that to my husband, to my wife, to my kids, to my coworkers, to my team? We crucify those sinful desires that live within us. We do it every day. And then he goes on to say in verse 25, keep in step with the spirit. That spirit that lives in each of us, right? If we're saved, if we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And I love this verse. Keep in step with the Spirit because I'm I'm a very visual person. And I picture you're walking in step with somebody. You're not in front of them. You're not behind them. You're you're next to them, right? It's like this picture for me in my mind. It's this picture of friendship. Keep in step with the Spirit. Walk with him. Walk with him every day. That simple. So, how do we walk with Him? How do we walk with the Spirit in us? How do we activate that power within us? It's already living within us. We read our Bibles. We read our Bibles and we pray. You guys, we already know this. Each of us knows it. We go to church, we get fed. We listen to those who know more than we do, who are going to feed us more of God's word. And then we have to apply it. We read our Bibles. We pray. We stay in step with the Spirit. Every day, we make the choice. Do I want a Spirit-filled life or a me-filled life? Will you pray with me? Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your spirit that lives within us. I praise you, Father, for being such a good God that had a perfect plan all along to redeem us and restore us, Lord, and reconcile us back to you. I pray, Father, that as we dive further into this series and we go deeper and deeper into your word, I just pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom, speak truth to each one of our hearts, Lord, about what it looks like for us, what it looks like for me to live a spirit-filled life. How do I do it? What needs to change? And how do I glorify you? in the process. Lord, I pray that you would go with us this week and help us to do better every day. Help us to make that choice to crucify our sinful nature, our sinful desires that live within us. Help us to walk in step with the Holy Spirit that lives within us. Help us to look more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
All right, skinny peeps. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for being on this call. Um, I can't wait to be back with you again next week as we dive deeper into this series. As always, I'll see you back here next Tuesday at 2. And until then, I will be praying for you. I pray God blesses you and yours. Bye now.